Well, a couple of things, as a matter of fact. We're going to have a conversation about endangered species and then tell you how you can get involved with something, I believe, this coming weekend uh, that might help out with some conservationists. So we're going to chat now with Andrew Holland, who is the National Media Relations Director for the Nature Conservancy of Canada. Andrew, thank you for joining us. I appreciate your time, sir. Thank you for having me. So this conversation came about because last week, as I'm sure most of our listeners are aware, the monarch butterfly, which we all know and we all love, the great big yellow and black ones, has been placed onto the endangered species list. Um, I I guess the question I have, Andrew, is um, has this been something that's been ongoing? Is it sudden? Um, What what happened with our butterflies? It has been ongoing, really, since uh, the... For the past 30 years, really, since the 1990s, these uh, butterflies, and they are iconic. They're big. You know, people can identify them better than a lot of the smaller other butterflies because they are black and orange and and this type of thing. And uh, But, yeah, they've declined a lot, and in some provinces in Canada, by over 80% for the past 30 years. Uh, And the major driver, uh, Shane, because of that is the loss of their habitat here in Canada, and that's milkweed. Milkweed is the plant that they have to lay their eggs on, yeah. and that, that this is uh, what their can- the caterpillars feed on in order to grow and become a butterfly. And so milkweed has uh, been lost a lot in Canada due to herbicide use. And so uh, for the benefit of your listeners, milkweed is seen in meadow areas and farmers' fields and around roadside ditches. But this is what these uh, these butterflies need, and it's been declining uh, over the past 30 years. Hey, strange question. Monarch butterfly caterpillar, what do they look like? Are those the fuzzy black and yellow ones? They are, and, and they ultimately look like they're big they're identifiable in the summer in particular they're orange and black and they're big compared to others and they they migrate uh to mexico uh, each fall and they come back here and they're seen in our you know our gardens parks and this type of thing over the years and uh basically they migrate down through to mexico and uh, uh the bc butterflies migrate to uh California. Interesting. Okay. Now, when a, when a species, and there's tens of thousands of them now on the threatened and endangered list, who makes that determination? How do we decide, okay, now this species is endangered, and, and what happens when we do have a species that gets onto that list? Does, do, do more conservation efforts kick in? In some cases, yes. This was a, an announcement the other day by the International Union for the Conservation of uh, of nature. Now, here in Canada, there's what's called CASEWIC, which is an acronym that most people wouldn't know about, but it stands for the Committee on the Status of Endangered Wildlife in Canada. And they have listed these in, in, as endangered here in this country since 2016, the monarch butterfly. Okay. But federally, though, by the Species at Risk Act of the federal government, uh, it is not listed endangered. So it doesn't have any actual legal protection here in Canada. But now that this decision has been made, it's more information that uh, hopefully make people aware that this butterfly is not doing as as good as we thought. And maybe we can all help out by planting milkweed uh, in our gardens and go to the local garden center, uh, the local nursery and find milkweed and plant it in your yards. And that can, that is one way 
that we can all help uh, this remarkable butterfly bounce back because it's unique in Canada, Shane, and it's the only insect in the country that flies 4,000 kilometers to migrate. It's sort of like a bird, but it's the only insect that does this, and it's an important pollinator as well, which is good for our flowers and, and crops and this type of thing. It is amazing just to think of those butterflies flying that distance. It's it's unbelievable. It's incredible. Yeah, that's what makes them a bit of a, a, bit of a phenomenon. It makes them more unique that they do travel that distance. They're amazing. And uh, so, yeah, the, the, it's an iconic species yeah. here in Canada. They've been uh, sort of having a tough time, and this underscores that we need to do a little bit more to protect them. But at least this is something we can all do is by, like I said, going to a garden center or a nursery, finding out what kind of milkweed is good for for your local conditions whether it's common milkweed or butterfly weed and other ones called you can find out what might grow best in, in your area and and try and put that in your your yard or your flower beds or gardens um this weekend uh, the long weekend as a matter of fact you guys are running a program uh that will help uh, well, at least document what's going on in the nature around all of us across this country. Tell us about what's going on this weekend, the uh, Backyard Bio Blitz. Yeah, it's the third annual event, and it's intended to get Canadians outside again and sort of report what they see. It just We have the phones in our pockets anyway. Yeah. So here's a way for people to contribute to uh, citizen science and upload pictures of whether it's the monarch butterfly or it can be an ant or a bumblebee or a certain tree or shrub. Last year, there were over 36,000 uh, observations sent in, and it's the same this year. Like We want people to uh, participate by taking pictures of what they see, and it contributes to conservation efforts because it helps better identify the range and distribution of different plants and trees and shrubs and this type of thing, but it also can identify where non-native invasive species may be and how municipalities and communities need to control and contain the spread of those like invasive beetles that destroy trees or different things like that. Um, And I think, you know, it would also have people, even if you just spend a few more minutes sort of paying attention to what's around you, you're going to learn something from that, right? That's right, and that's why we started it in the first place. Uh, Shane, during the pandemic, the Nature Conservancy of Canada figured, well, golly, we spent a lot of time in and around our houses in March and April and May of of 2020, so we figured, look, people need a a bit of a, a, a boost to their mood and make them feel good about something. Let's get people out to do things in and around their yards or if they live in a condo or an apartment building, in and around their subdivision and and find things that families can do and participate in So and learn about what plants and animals and butterflies and things are in their area. So that way, if they can connect to the outdoors and connect more with nature, they'll appreciate it more and hopefully support conservation efforts and groups like Nature Conservancy of Canada. It's been working in Alberta since 1974, uh, working with willing private landowners who want to donate their lands or sell their lands for permanent conservation or make easements. When we've done many in the province, certainly in the High River area and the Crow's Nest Pass with ranchers working cooperatively with them to protect, you know, native grassland areas and this type of thing. 
I like it. Hey, it's a great idea, Andrew, and uh, I'm sure lots of people will jump on and take part this weekend. I appreciate you joining us today. Thank you, sir. Thank you for your time, and I appreciate the opportunity. And if I can just mention the website sure, where yeah. people can sign up, it's just natureconservancy.ca is our, our main website, or they can go to uh, bioblitz.ca, and uh, they can uh, check it out. Perfect. Awesome. Thank you, Andrew. Thanks for your time. That is Andrew Holland, who is the National Media Relations Director with uh, Nature Conservancy of Canada. It sounds like a pretty cool idea. The third annual Big Backyard Bio Blitz goes this weekend, the long weekend, right across the country. And it's pretty simple. Um, snap photos of any species you find and uh, submit it to one of the largest crowdsourced species inventories in Canada. Listen to some of the numbers uh, from last year. More than 6,500 people took part in this last year. More than 36,000 observations were made across Canada. And one observer in Alberta, just one observer in Alberta, logged more than 500 species observations. 